Hello, everybody, and welcome to Challengers and Champions, the official podcast of Boost League Soccer. This is episode number 18. My name is Jared. You probably know me better as Dr. McBoop. And joining me on the line is South End Next GF. What's going on, man? We missed you last time. Yeah, sorry uh, I wasn't here. Thanks, Llama, for stepping in for me. Can't wait to hear uh, how he did. I imagine you guys had fun. But good to be back and ready to talk about BLS tonight. Challengers and Champions is dedicated to the talk about the goings-on in BLS, things such as previous match results, upcoming match predictions, or anything else we can think of to discuss. Today's podcast will focus on matches played on Thursday, March 23rd, which was the fifth day of Season 5. Let's get right into it and discuss what happened today. Our first match on stream at 9 o'clock featured your team, Southend. Oops. Taking on thinking. Oops at the time going into the match at 2 and f- 2 and 3. I'm sorry. 2 and yeah, 2 and 3. And thinking at the time was 2 and 4. And oops winning that in straight game. So before we talk about that, Southend, tell us who was on the field. So thinking tonight started Eros, Llama, and Frost 6. Uh, ourselves, oops, we started myself, Crazy Vulpix, and Brava Gunner. Uh, so both uh, both good lineups from both teams. We were looking forward to this. I think we had dropped three matches in a row and weren't happy with where we were sitting in the standings. So, Yeah, I noticed you guys weren't messing around. You, you played your top lineup for this one. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit back and forth about what we wanted to do for lineups coming into the day. We had a double header, so we were wondering if, if we wanted to how we wanted to manage it, but we figured the way the season's going and as tight as the standings are looking that we just needed to pick up wins and uh, and do them sooner rather than later. So we went ahead and rolled out rolled out what we could and uh, tried to give it our best. Yeah, and you guys won this one in straight games, winning game one by a score of 4-3 to three, and taking game two by a score of 3-2. to two. So still super tight games, both one-goal games, but you guys able to pull them off. And I believe game two went into overtime if I'm remembering that correctly. And uh, well played by thinking, but not quite enough to take this one out. They're a solid team, thinking. They played really well tonight. There was not an easy uh, set of games for us by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Eros is a really good player. Llama is a great player, too. Um, Frost uh, has been picking his game up through the season as we've watched him play. Uh, and they made some really good plays out there. We, we definitely had to bring a really solid play tonight and play tight rotationally to hang with those guys. So... Um, you know, credit to thinking for playing really well. We we just were able to execute our game plan uh, that we wanted to execute and and walk out of there uh, with the victory in two games. Yeah, game one, as we said before, went in Ups' favor four to three. And I'm looking at the stat sheet now, and you, Southend, got a cycle in that one. Crazy bull picks just to save short. And uh, you guys were you guys were working together pretty well in that one. Uh, four assists on all four goals in that one. And you, uh, were you guys uh, just working together on? Uh, passing to each other and uh, just having each other's back? I think the biggest key for us is communication. I know we had kind of a rough outing in scrims today. Uh, poor Bravo was having some internet problems and we were having him drop in and out of games and so we didn't really get a good warm-up, but I felt like, uh, especially myself, I wasn't communicating well in scrims and so focusing, uh, focus going into the match tonight was like, hey, let's just make sure we're talking everything out. That way everyone knows where everyone is. Um, since, you know, with BLS, you're not used to playing with these guys a ton. Um, really talking and communicating helps guys know uh, where they need to be and what they need to react to. So I think Crazy and Bravo did a really good job of talking during that match. Um, really, you know, I think the assists are a lot of calling who's where, who's pressured, who's backing out. 
Um, I think that that led to a lot of the team play for us there. Yeah, a lot of team play out of thinking, too. Uh, all three goals scored by Eros in that one, but two assists to Lama and one to Frost 6. So 100% of goals were assisted in that match, and there were seven shots on both sides. It looks like the only difference is the two subs, two saves rather from Oops to the one save from Thinking. So a really tight game there, and game two just as tight. As we mentioned before, that one went into overtime. Oops winning that one by a score of 3-2, to two. and uh, every goal but one assisted in that one. All three members of Oops, uh, Volpix, Southend, and Brava all receiving a goal in that one, uh, taking six shots to four from thinking. Just a little bit more pressure was able to pull that one out. Yeah, this is another really good match. Um, I, I think they scored late to take it to overtime, if I remember correctly. Um, so really well played. That one felt a lot closer uh, to, than the first one to me uh, in terms of pressure from them. They, they stepped up their pressure a bit. Their defense looked a little more solid, um, so it was it was a little more of a challenge in that game. But uh, nice to see a team distribute the scoring out the way we did. Uh, every everybody contributing on the scoreboard and uh, thinking uh, ultimately just unable uh, to to respond in overtime. Um, you know, good good series from them again, and uh, it was a lot of fun to play in. There there was a really good play. I remember that they made. Uh, I think Frost six. Passed one across to Eros. I, I think it was oh, in the yes, second match. Oh, yes, I remember match. this now. I think yeah, it was in the second it, it match. It was a very good pass, yeah. It was a really, really nice play. So, no, that's a really good team. They, they, uh, I was real happy to see them win their games last week, and uh, we knew that they were going to be carrying some momentum from that coming into the night. So, um, ultimately, uh, sorry to send them back in, but, uh, but they played real well. Yeah, they certainly did. Uh, let's talk about your other game tonight. This one was off stream, and it featured your team, Oops, and you took on RAR XD this time. And who played in that? So RAR tonight started Dominipple, Fancy Pirate, and Dale Doback. Uh, we went with the lineup switch, kept myself and Crazy Vulpix in the lineup, and brought in Restoring Hope, um, who's been playing as Restoring Ninja. Uh, I think you'll remember <laughs> um, having fun calling that out when she gets a goal, but... Um, you know, good lineups from both of those teams. Again, we, we were looking to build on our momentum, and we had gotten a warm up with both Brava and restoring um, in in our warm ups. So uh, felt felt comfortable making the switch for the doubleheader, and uh, just went right about our business. Kept on doing what we did in the first match, and uh, restoring just filled in and did exactly what she needed to do. And scoreline in that game was two to one, uh, close one, but. Uh, we felt that uh, that we had a lot more pressure offensively. We took we took seven shots to RAR XD's two. Yeah, that's uh, a huge discrepancy. Yeah, the scoreboard looks a lot closer, I think, than the match felt on the field. Um, you know, RAR played well, but I think ultimately we found they were giving us a lot of space to move out of our end, and we uh, we tried to take advantage of of the time and space they were giving us and wait for our opportunities. So we, we capitalized well on that. The communication was good again. So um, I think Crazy Vulpix had a really, really nice goal in the first game, a nice pop off the wall, followed up. I think it was the first game. Followed up all the way in the air and get a touch over Dominic, pull into the corner. So uh, well played, well played from us. And uh, yeah, game two looks a little bit differently. Um, you won that one five to three, so a two goal difference instead of a one in that one. But the shot discrepancy was a lot closer. You were actually outshot by Rar XD. Uh, they took ten shots to your eight, uh, but somehow it looks like you guys were able to get a lot more saves as opposed to they were, and that led to the victory. 
So in the in the first match, we had a couple plays where we felt that we got a little scrambly in front of our goal. Our our rotations broke down a couple times on a couple of the goals we gave them. So we wanted to really focus on that moving to the second match. And Rar really upped the pressure, and you definitely can see it in the the shot statistics where they took ten. Uh, what we wound up kind of having to do to adjust to them was uh, playing tight defense, and then uh, the, actually the, the game was close. It was three to three with 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 less than two minutes left. Uh, they had tied up the game. It was three to three, and we were able to beat them. If memory serves me correctly, this is the way it played out. But we were able to beat them on two plays. They overcommitted on offense, trying to push for a goal. And we were able to get a clear and run it down to an empty net. So they were too long. I think uh, the fourth goal, crazy Volpix just picked out of the net and beat everyone who had pressured up all the way downfield. The second one, uh, Crazy got a, a, a touch just around one of their defenders, and I had pushed up with him, realizing there was no one back, and was able just to walk it all the way in. So um, Rar really brought the pressure that game, and it definitely was apparent in the stat line. Uh, we were able, fortunately, to tighten up our defense and take advantage of some overcommitment. So congratulations to Oops tonight, uh, winning the doubleheader with the lineup switch. You've now experienced the lineup switch quite a few times now, Southend. Uh, do you have a verdict yet? Nope. I, it, <laughs> it so depends. I think I really think managing your matchups is more crucial than whether or not you switch in that doubleheader. Probably at this point, um, making sure that you're playing the right players against the right teams at the right times. And it's hard to do early in the season, but I think what we did successfully this year was leave ourselves some opportunities to make adjustments later in the season, depending on who we were going to play, and I think that's paid off for us. Yeah, it certainly appears so. Uh, Our late match on stream featured Overthrow and Team McBoop. Uh, Static was really happy to have this one on stream. He's really looking forward to the Overthrow-McBoop matchup. And it didn't disappoint. It went to three games. Uh, Team McBoop won game one, four to two, and then Overthrow pulled off the reverse sweep, winning game two, two to one, and game three, three to one. And before I talk about that a little bit more, uh, Southend, how about you tell us who played in that? Sure. Uh, so Overthrow starting uh, Krisaka, Mr. XD tonight, Spark Nova, and Rayug. Uh, reliable Rayug, as we have heard him called on stream, and uh, Team McBoop starting Dandy Andy Canicola and Kakis tonight. Yeah, Rayug. Uh, I, I, I mentioned uh, before the game started that he would be he would be the uh, impact player for the match because it, 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 he is just a wall in defense. He cannot get through him, and if somehow you're able to do it anyway, those are usually the matches that his teams lose. But if he is there to, to just play play all the defense, he will do so. And uh, in game one, the game that Team McBoop won, Rayug was not doing the defense thing. He was trying to – he was mixing it up a little bit. He was playing a lot more offense, playing a lot more aggressive in game two, getting quite a few centers in the early game especially. And uh, that's really – that's usually what you want. At, is your team applying pressure, getting centers, and trying to take shots? But Chris and Spark just were not. I don't know if they weren't expecting Rayug to play that way, or if they just couldn't capitalize, or what the deal was. But it was not working out for him, and Tim McBoo was able to take that first game. And then in games two and three, Rayug just stayed back and was a wall in goal, and uh, Overthrow able to take the last two games, holding Tim McBoo to one goal apiece. 
Yeah, it's an interesting insight that you give with uh, Ray Ilgen talking about being a defensive player. We've seen players in BLS that, that do this, and one of the flaws that, that newer players to Rocket League make in their gameplay is deciding to dedicate a goalie. Uh, and and where you can grow in that aspect is turn into a player that is like Ray Ilgen, that gets up the field and, and contributes to the team, but still is defensive-minded. doesn't just sit in the net. Um, and that's still something that you can do successfully at higher levels, especially if you've got two guys that are real offensively aggressive. Having that guy that's just kind of patient, uh, that defensive rock for the team can work out really well. I've, I've played on teams that have kind of run that scenario. Ultimately, you're still rotating, but you've got one guy who's really looking to let the other two drive the offense. So that's yeah, what it... Brand didn't spend the whole time in net. He, he came out in games two and three, but you could really, you really noticed that Rea was spending a lot of time up in game one. Sure, and I'm not. I'm not trying to say that he spent time in X. I know he's not that kind of sure. player. I don't yeah, think he's, I know. He's I just that. wanted to get in there real quick. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I'm just more trying to point out that that's uh, you know if you got guys like like Chris and Sparknova who can be offensively um, potent, they will really do a good job in the offense. That are also good enough to get back and help out on defense when it's time. Having that that guy to just kind of help you with the transitional play and and set up the opportunities for those two guys to transition forward um, can be really valuable. And Rayug does that very well, although Rocket League, I've seen him play. So, um, you know, nice to see them make that adjustment uh, from the first game into the second, third game, say, hey, let's just get ourselves into the roles we're comfortable in or that, that maybe put our, our best pieces in the best spots. And um, looks like they were able to, to come back uh, and capitalize uh, on those in game two and three. Yeah, they certainly were. And with that victory from Overthrow, they find themselves at the top of the standings once again through five match days. Uh, they are at a 4-2 and two match record, a 10-7 and seven game record, and a plus-7 goal differential. In second place, we have XD with a 4-3 and three match record, a 9-7 and seven game record, and a plus-10 goal differential. In third place, we see Oops! With a four and three match record, an eight and seven game record, and a minus two goal differential. In fourth place, we have Team McBoop with a three and four match record, a nine and eight game record. That's astounding to me. And a, a plus two goal differential. And in fifth place, we have Thinking with a two and five match record, a four and eleven game record, and a minus seventeen goal differential. Southin, do you have any thoughts on these standings right now? I'm glad I'm not the stats guy. Um, <laughs> that's my thought. Uh, this, uh, every season we see this for the most part with BLS where there's just some really, really good parity between the teams and everything's real, real close. And I, I really like that we've seen that again this season, especially with a little bit different format that, uh, you know, no one's running away with it. I think uh, there's there's still room for all this to be turned upside down by the end of Tuesday next week. And... Um, there's a lot of big matches coming up, and I'm sure we'll brush over those in a minute. But uh, there's there's some matches with big big implications for seeding and for um, you know teams that are looking to battle and position themselves for for the playoffs. It's going to be a really interesting day on Tuesday, but really close. Um, I didn't think I really didn't think that that we'd be sitting here at the end of the season uh, this close. I, I would have thought it would have been spread out a little more than this, but um, that's that's what's fun about BLS. Yeah, I, I said that the 9-8 and eight game record from Team McBoop astounded me, and it, it, it really does. It means that Team McBoop has won at least one game in all of their matches, I believe. All but one, I'm sorry. Uh, that's I, I want to say that is a BLS first. I'm going to call it. 
Uh, just so many, so many game wins from them, and a lot of three game sets from them. Um, it's just, and then uh, oops, who's a spot above them have more match wins, but one less game win. It's just numbers are confusing sometimes. I always like to say I don't do math in public, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, it's it's wild, uh, you know, and and sure, Team McBoop. Uh, sitting there with uh, a win in every match outing they've had this game. That's awesome for them. Um, you know, I guess. I think that is a. I think that's a good sign for them. Uh, come playoff, come playoff time. Yeah, it definitely is. And you know, I think uh, they would be the first to say, just like any of these other teams, that we can hang with any of these teams on any day. It's all about getting out there and getting the job done uh, on game day. So you know, these are all good teams. There's a bunch of good players in here. Uh, guys that have gotten to know each other pretty well, and um, I know everybody looks forward to BLS nights. Uh, Tuesday's going to be fun. There's a lot on the line. Yeah, there certainly is, and uh, it looks like that playoffs, uh, as far as teams in the playoff, are completely set at this point. Unfortunately, thinking there is no scenario in which they will be able to make the playoffs. Uh, Team McBoo, with those nine game wins, uh, just really have the tiebreak set on that one, even if thinking wins their next match and they lose their next match, which incidentally is against one another, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. So uh, Season 5 playoffs will consist of Overthrow, Rar, Oops, and Team McBoop. Seedings, however, are a completely different story. Like you said, uh, Tuesday can play out any number of different ways. And I'm not looking forward to figuring out standings if everybody ends up four and four. Yeah, I I know uh, we were joking right before we started recording that we'll start the podcast late next week, and I don't doubt that's going to be the case. While you crunch the numbers on that, it uh, you know it you know maybe 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 the right teams win. And it's an easy call, but well, so I'm actually I don't I think it's impossible for everybody to finish out four and four. But it, there, there's still some 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 there's still some tight math to be dealt with. Uh, well, you know, if it comes down to it, we'll just go to coin flips or something. But yeah, that's uh, fine. Yeah, why Don't not? Make anybody upset? Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I, I, I don't envy uh, whoever's going to have to crunch those numbers on Tuesday night. I'm sure it's going to take some some thinking and uh, and and some brain power to to get through that. So uh, just interesting to see how it falls out. You know, playoff format's going to be different this season. Um, certainly, everyone wants to be in that first or second spot. Uh, there's been a lot of debate. Everyone, everyone seems to be thinking that second is the way to go. Uh, from all the chatter I hear, um, I don't know. I, I kind of am the let's let's not have to beat more teams than we have to. Uh, yeah. Is probably better, but uh, you know the you know all, all four of these teams are going to get a chance at it. So uh, one way or the other, just have to figure out how tired they want to be by the end of a best of seven series at the end. Yeah, it's going to be a long day for somebody for sure, uh, but. Until then, we have games on Tuesday, and we're going to talk about those for a little bit. Uh, our, for our well, well, not our first match, just the first one listed. Teams, or times rather, are not decided yet. Uh, but Overthrow will be taking on Oops, and that is our first place team taking on our third place team. Uh, and uh, we also have Team McBoop taking on Thinking. That's the four and five matchup we discussed earlier. And then we have Rar XD taking on Overthrow, the 1-2 matchup. And Overthrow has two big games taking on the second place team and the third place team. And both of those matches are the ones that I think will affect playoff standings the most. Yeah, and they, I think with the lineups that Overthrow can play, they definitely are in a position to manage through that in some interesting ways. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they decide to manage their lineups. Uh, uh, you know, both 
both these teams are playing are good. Any of these teams can win uh, anytime they step on the field. So, yeah, that's a big doubleheader for them. They're, they're already in a good spot. They're guaranteed their playoff their playoff bid, uh, but that top spot's theirs to protect, and they know they got two teams that are going to be hunting to move up the standings. So, big big night for them on Tuesday. I'm not sure I like being in the situation that they're in with having to manage through those two teams uh, with that doubleheader. Uh, and I think ultimately they're going to have to switch their lineup between the two, whichever they decide to roll out. So, uh, you know, something they're going to have to talk I, over. I will say this with the, with the way that things have come out so far, overthrow will have to play the same lineup for both matches. And in their second match, they're actually going to get a game penalty uh, due to Spark Nova having to sit out an extra match due to being sick earlier in the season. So Chris is going to end up having played seven matches before we're all said and done. And whoever they play in that second match is going to start a game ahead. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out come Tuesday. Uh, but until then, that's going to do it for this episode of Challengers and Champions. Today's episode was recorded on March 23rd, 2017 by Dr. McBoop and South End XGF. It was edited by Dr. McBoop. Uh, before we go, South End, is there anything you'd like to plug? Just season four hype for Rocket League. Uh, hey, everybody, I think, has been excited to get on and play a new mode. Drop shots, a lot of fun. Uh, everybody got their season rewards and, um, you know, new new ranks to work for and all that. Have you gotten to play drop shot yet? I do, and I don't like it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I mean, I only played like half of a game because there was just so much ball chasing going on. I couldn't get, I couldn't touch the freaking thing. Like, I'm bad at reading the ball anyway, and that just made it downright impossible for me. And I got frustrated pretty quickly. It, but, it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's fun when you, if you're in like a party or whatever, just messing around. Yeah, but I was trying it to is, take it halfway seriously. And it that's is probably my fault. It is very ball chasey for sure. I mean, yeah. we were we were talking last night. It's gonna be interesting to kind of see what the the meta winds up being for how to play that seriously. So. Uh, but but interesting mode, fun. The the map looks cool. That that Beckwith or the uh, Manfield Knights, gorgeous. Manfield's always been oh my man, stadium. that looks so good. Yeah, we're gonna have playoff matches all on all on Manfield Knight. It looks Sweet. so good. I'm hyped for that. That's my favorite. So yeah, um, cool. But that's all. Uh, just everybody have fun out there, and we'll see you guys Tuesday. Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>